Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. CMS scales back plans to move more procedures to outpatient settings. As the Delta variant drives up cases, we get an outlook on the future of the testing market. And nearly a fifth of Americans have medical debt. It's all coming up on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Wednesday, July 21st, and I'm Alex Olgan with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. A move by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services could scale back ambulatory surgery center expansions. Monday, the agency proposed halting its controversial phase-out of the inpatient-only list. The proposal in the 2022 Outpatient Perspective Payment System rule would reverse CMS's move last year to start allowing nearly 270 procedures that were previously only allowed to be performed in inpatient settings to be done in outpatient settings. That was met with pushback from providers and hospitals citing patient safety concerns. In its proposal to reinstate the inpatient-only list, CMS says there isn't enough evidence to show that these procedures can be safely performed on Medicare patients in outpatient settings. Ambulatory surgery centers had cheered the removal of the inpatient-only list, and the hospital industry started preparing for the acceleration to outpatient care settings. Tenet Healthcare recently acquired 45 additional ASCs. In reaction to CMS's proposal to curtail the move, the Ambulatory Surgery Center Association said clinicians deserve a better system for advising them on which settings they can provide care. Hospitals applauded CMS's plan to reinstate the inpatient procedure list and propose 2.3% payment rate bump. This follows news last week that CMS would let a temporary pay increase for physicians expire. Hospitals were not pleased with other parts of the Medicare payment rules, especially CMS's proposal to keep a 20% cut to certain drug reimbursements for hospitals that participate in the 340B program. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to hear a legal challenge to the cuts. As the Delta variant is spreading across the U.S. and now makes up more than 80 percent of new coronavirus cases, there are headlines about breakthrough infections among the fully vaccinated. Like the three Democratic state lawmakers from Texas, Olympic athletes, and Hill staffers, although many reported being asymptomatic. 
Since COVID vaccines are not 100% effective at preventing infections, it's not surprising that we're seeing cases in fully vaccinated people. And public health experts are emphasizing that the vaccines are still highly effective at preventing severe disease and hospitalizations. But exactly how many breakthrough infections are there? Well, the short answer is it's not quite clear. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is only tracking breakthrough cases among people who are hospitalized for COVID. To understand what the Delta variant and reported breakthrough infections mean for the COVID testing market, I spoke with Jack Meehan, a life science tools and diagnostics senior analyst at Nephron Research, an independent healthcare investment research boutique. There will definitely be another active year of COVID testing ahead. The question is, with some of these variants, whether there is some level of testing which continues permanently if the disease becomes endemic. He expects the testing market won't be nearly as hot as it was last year, when private and public companies got into the point-of-care testing market, like Abbott, Roche, and Siemens. And the industry rapidly scaled up to produce more than 7 billion COVID tests. But looking ahead, Mian expects market share among the players to shift as they move to a combination flu and COVID test. Historically, the flu market's been roughly a billion in size is the way to think about it for testing. And for these symptomatic patients that come in, because the symptoms for both flu and COVID look similar, we think you're going to see testing uh, shift that direction to combo testing. Last year, it didn't really take off because there was basically no flu season given the amount of mask wearing. I think this shift toward combo testing is going to place a greater reliance on the molecular testing where you have higher sensitivity and specificity given the vaccination campaigns. If the prevalence rate of the disease is 1% to 2% like it is you know, today, some of the antigen tests have specificities of 98 98.5%. You not only have a sensitivity issue, can you actually detect the virus, but you also have a specificity issue, which creates false positives. That was Jack Meehan, senior analyst at Nephron Research. Almost a fifth of Americans have medical debt. That's the conclusion of a new study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. Researchers analyzed a sample of consumer credit reports between 2009 and 2020. Unpaid medical bills are America's largest source of debt owed to collections agencies over the last decade. The average medical debt owed was $429. In total, researchers found collections agencies held about $140 billion of unpaid medical bills. And that figure doesn't even include all medical debt. It doesn't include debt from the coronavirus pandemic, which is still ongoing. It excludes debt not yet sold to collections agencies or from patients using credit cards or payment plans to pay back debt or wage garnishments from patient lawsuits. Which is to say that figure is probably higher and medical debt is unevenly distributed among Americans. On average, it's five times higher in poor communities than wealthier communities. Researchers also called attention to just how much of a difference Medicaid expansion has made. Americans in non-expansion states owed an average of $375 more than people in states that expanded the program. Earlier this year, a charity called RIP Medical Debt stepped in to pay $287 million in outstanding debt from patients of Ballot Health, a health system in Virginia and Tennessee. 
Many nonprofit hospital systems have tried to reduce aggressive collection practices in recent years. A recent analysis by Axios and Johns Hopkins University showed that just 10 hospitals accounted for nearly 97 percent of court actions against patients between 2018 and 2020. Today's stock section comes from Nephron Research, an independent healthcare investment research boutique. The volatility in the stock market continued Tuesday, but it was to the positive side. The S&P 500 index was down 1.6 percent, the fifth best day in 2021. HCA led providers higher with better-than-expected earnings and the potential benefits from CMS limiting the movement of certain procedures to ASCs. HCA was up 14.4 percent for the day, which was the second best day in the past five years for HCA. Managed care stocks were also up, more in line with the rest of the market, with only Humana ending the day in negative territory. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.